Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, presented by the tech doctor, Ronan Leonard. Hi, welcome to the Irish News Tech Podcast with Tech Doctor Ron Leonard. I'm here with Danielle and uh, Lauren from Good as Gold. Hello. Hi. And we're going to talk briefly about that company, Good as Gold, and also go through a brief run through of uh, last week's tech news. First of all, Intercom last uh, last week announced fifty million dollars in the, uh, more funding, and they developed the founders, Owen McKay, Dennis Trader, Kevin Lee, and Derek Barrett have come a long way in the past four or five years. Yeah, they've done really well. I'm delighted to see them doing so well. So I've always followed them as kind of a bastion of, of how you should, you know, put users at the centre of your company and your product should be formed by your users and not by trends or or actual design, but always by the actual user itself. So I'm delighted to see them doing so well, fair play. Yeah, breaking down the barriers between a brand and the customers for mm. me is a big thing. So being able to to contact a real human being in real time is, mm. is very important so I think they're doing great yeah and their blog is a must read it's yes, brilliant their blog yeah. is amazing yeah, yeah they've, done, does some great they've stuff. got a guy in from the uh, Irish Times who worked with them I think his name is John Collins and he's an ex-journalist and they're the best guys to get in because they know the content mm-hmm. and they've got stuff on there that are so on the money yeah. it's just on the pulse it was, yeah. it's relevant it's yeah. relevant everything on there is relevant and it's all you know I've quoted some of the articles multiple times myself they're you know they're really progressive and, and cutting edge yeah, it's something we, we encourage um, we encourage our clients to get on board with Intercom as well mm. um, something from the from the very beginning when you're developing a website they're they're leading the charge so yeah, yeah. and if you look at a blog look what they do because they absolutely sometimes the articles they write might appeal to you but yeah. There's an article like maybe last year one of the guys was developing some of the software and had a bug. Mm-hmm. It took him a month to fix it. And John said, Okay, what did you go through to fix this, fix yeah. this problem? Write about it. Mm. He published it as a blog. Somebody, one of the clients said, I had the problem. Thanks, she fixed it for me. Even though it, it, it wasn't, everyone didn't get the, get the yeah. blog, mm-hmm. some did. Yeah. yeah. Like a horoscope, but everyone's going to get the horoscope. Some mm-hmm. do, some don't. Yeah. So they do that hit very well doing that. Yeah, it's quite diverse. It's always going to be relevant though, isn't it? Because someone's always going to have someone might have that problem in six months down the line, but they'll come back to the to the blog post. So yeah, it's like yeah, bring people back. I agree, and also uh, the uh, HubSpot have announced uh, more people in their great. in their premises. It was there last Monday. It's a great premises. Mm, it's a Where are they based actually? They're based on Guild Street, just in the yeah. IFSC. Cool. Just by the near Sean Sean Beckett Bridge. Yeah, it's, all, it's all happening around right here. Yeah, yeah Beckett Bridge. Yeah. I was in the place last year to look around and they've got this uh, you walk in there's two fully stacked bars you can pull pints day and night it's kind of dangerous in Ireland <laughs> it is dangerous but, but the fact is if you want to take a break go in there and have a drink and yeah. you can just have a keg and, nice. pull it. and I'm thinking they said, as long as the work gets done and it's more relaxed and you walk in no suits and ties everyone's all relaxed you want to go take away for half an hour and play a video game or pull yeah. Go ahead, I wonder though, is it is it a, is that the Ford um, company mentality though, or is it? I don't know. It's all Americanized. Yeah, well, I, I read an article last week about um, Sweden cutting their working hours down to just six hours a day. So now you know you work more intensely, but for a shorter time. Yeah. And and they were saying this so that people can have you know they they can run their own lives in mm. the meantime, which Tree is something. Treehouse also base. They I think they do four and a half hours a day um, if you want. 
yeah, and because they value different way of thinking. Yeah, it? your out of out of work life is just as important, and you work better as a as a staff member, be more productive. But for them, I felt that way they did it. The staff work in, they're pressurised, and they and then they said, work, do what you want, do do what you do, work wise, come in. Enjoy yourself. If you enjoy the work environment, you're more likely to stay than leave. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I say to myself, this is a great place to work for. <laughs> and then also, just to help last last week, they announced seven new companies that are actually joining in there. Great. One of them is, is Bizimply. Mm. They're actually uh, owned by the guys who own the Nude Cafe, and one, the, and one of them is Nobby Houston, the brother of Bono. Oh, his brother, yeah. And they do software that actually uh, managed day to day better for your business. Put like HR, clock and station, shift and reporting. Mm-hmm. And it's all cloud based, and the customers include uh, Wagamama, TJ Fridays, great customers, and some yeah, Mothercare, Copy B. Mm-hmm. Is it all? Is it all restaurant based? No, Copy B isn't. Mothercare isn't. Oh, cool. Yeah, and mm-hmm. the Somnia isn't a restaurant; it's a coffee shop. But yeah, it's all basically how you can uh, relate to your clients and mm. get stuff done a lot, lot smoother. So it's white labeled essentially. Isn't yeah. It? yeah, people are, I think, moving more towards kind of getting to know their customer base mm-hmm. you know and, and getting people involved getting a nice database there that you can actually target um, yeah. your approach to your customers yeah. so I think that that's all that's all going to be much bigger yeah you see it happening a lot in yeah. in even just new products that are coming we were looking at um, Quartz the new app today and uh, their onboarding is their walkthrough is like a is displayed like in the messaging that you can actually respond to same as Slack's onboarding you yeah. respond and you type it's in messenger. so it's yeah. all the same kind of model again going back to Intercom direct communication with your customer or your user it's yeah. like you're having a conversation direct mm. with them so you feel special because you're you're in direct involvement and it's it's relatable to you and yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's Slack, is, Slack is great Slack's, Slack's brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. we started using it last year mm-hmm. yeah, so we use it now and again but the good thing Slack is you can actually send documents to each other oh yeah that's yeah, brilliant comments and it's and, kind of made sure each email is added because if you're in a company and you get some emails a day. You're not going to no. see what's coming through from from, from uh, one of your colleagues mm. with Slack. It's um, it's there. It's much more efficient than email as well. We would have um, when we start a new project with it with a new client, we would create a, a Slack channel yeah. and, and deal with them on all the correspondence. It's, it's just instant. It's it's yeah. great. It's great for me because I work a lot with developers. And if I don't have, I've I come from a background where I've worked with developers in the yeah. same room. So Slack creates that in a technical environment so I can put up my designs or he can put up a design and comment and say look what did you mean by this or what, what you know can I get the CSS for this or whatever so it's a lot more convenient for corresponding with them um, yeah. developers but I also find that if you're in a company and you internally email they block certain files coming through so if you get a picture file coming through that's blocked yeah. certain files yeah, yeah, true. with Slack it's not yeah it's all and streamlined as well though because everything's categorised yeah. so you can actually search you know, you can search really easily. You can search for for hashtags or whatever it is, just right in the search bar. So it's it's very quick. Um, yeah. yeah. Dan- Danielle converted me over to Slack. So yeah. yes, I did. And also, uh, they've got a company called called uh, Zoo, mm-hmm. which are a business helping people focus on building platforms for mobile apps. Child Diary, which is a platform for school kids to base with parents and their teachers and staff and community kind right. of platform. Uh, site analytics, which provides software solution to uh, identify warm online sales leads. Mm-hmm. Okay. And other ones are adaptive international, which provides data governance platform. See where data is stored and what it means and how it's how mm-hmm. it's. Uh, yeah, it's again, that's, it's 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 they're all kind of focusing on that, um, getting more involved on a day to day basis with your customer. I think yeah. and also using the data that's there yeah. and harnessing that in order to 
create a better experience for them, I guess, and yeah. as well create leads for, for businesses. So D- Digging a little bit deeper. To get yeah, digging deeper. Yeah, it's just all the information is there. It's a shame when people don't make the most of it. Um, I, would encourage, I would encourage brands and clients all the time to just use all of the data that they have available to them and, yeah. and harness it. Um, but yeah, so it seems that and other last, people are thinking along the same lines. Yeah, last thing was is code of coin a photo, the full sharing platform, social media. I'm not sure how it fully works, but it's used a lot by uh, 80,000 people using it at the moment, uh, oh. and it's growing, world, growing a lot world, each quarter. I'll have to have a look, see yeah. how it's different from Instagram. Yeah, I, I, think, I think it's basically something to show the users marketing photography to buy so if you're right. a photographer ah okay so you yeah. might see you can say this is my portfolio great I don't like Flickr which is which is great but this is different yes okay Flickr requires you have your yeah, heel counts mm-hmm. and yeah. you are liable to certain times to go and change their uh, yeah term conditions all the time I know yeah I, I use YesEO which is great for finding uh, photographers yeah. but for photograph inspiration but it's great for actually taking photos on your phone and also one called Pedicle 2000 software Pedicle 2000 they actually develop uh, enterprise source planning software so mainly use mm-hmm. in airspace uh, and defence industries okay so, and the, quite a nice range of, of new businesses yeah. there which is good because several people are working there now in the hub yeah. and they're growing and it's a great little place I was our last mm. year at the launch of the new uh, building last year and I was impressed it looks it's very lovely, very good yeah. 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 we were really in lovely, yeah, yeah we were in there for a, a couple of months ago for something and yeah it's great it's 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 a really interesting way of doing business I think because there's just so many different variations of people sitting sitting around and yeah you mm. get to share a table with somebody who's yeah. doing something that could you know, help you or, yeah, yeah. Could, could be totally different Challenge. you're just kind of well a couple years of ago they weren't people. doing too well certainly they're doing well again because mm. Everyone's now involved in startups and all that, and they're looking for someone to go to. Mm-hmm. And if you're in an area where there's a lot of business in there, it can give you the help. energy. You, you bounce yeah. off each other, yeah. definitely. So yeah. if you want to help with a certain product, you ask them, and then some this so you all get together a lot of it is about support I think as well particularly when you're starting out because there's a question that you have that has been asked a million times over by every other startup and you know sometimes you just need to turn to somebody and say you know how do you do the VAT return or you know yeah. how do I register my company yeah. or what's the best practice for doing this and, and I think when it comes to startups people are more than happy to give you their experience too because you know it you figured it out at some point or somebody may have helped you at some point mm. so yeah. it's great to be in the mix with people I think yeah and then uh, past few months so there's been the launch of new smartphones the H- yeah. is the HTC 10 it's launching tomorrow well, I've seen the phone last Tuesday I've seen it it's a brilliant phone Yeah. it's got no blowware on it which is which is a first for an Android phone Yeah. which is great and also it's linked closer with Google so when it gets the updates it's very similar to a, to a Google Android oh Android it's like Android so because of that there's less changes made mm-hmm. so when you go and test it you haven't got to worry about it uh, I've been waiting for six months to get new, uh, get it tested because of that. Because it's more or less yeah. like Android. That's launching tomorrow. I saw it last week. Uh, Hawaii got their new P9 launch. It's got a Leica camera built with. Okay. Wow. Which is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Now, that's supposed to be uh, a great camera phone. Everyone's claimed that the phones are good cameras. Exactly. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know. I'm on the fence. I still seem to be taking pretty good uh, pictures with my iPhone, so I'm so happy enough. I. But <laughs> I saw Bob last week saying that with certain, certain, when we're looking at the uh, Hawaii phone, the, 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 the HTC phone, your side was saying to me, oh, I can get just good pictures on, on, my, uh, on my iPhone. Yeah. But I said, oh, I said yeah, but... It depends on each phone's got a different, different aperture, different settings. This is it. So I would, I would really encourage you to try VSEO because you can actually change the aperture and the exposure yeah. and shutter speed and everything. It's great. And then Samsung launched last month their uh, S7 phone. 
So, and then, uh, if you know, last week, and also Apple launched their iPhone SE, so yeah. everyone's bringing out new phones, and mm-hmm. I think for me, it's going to be the big usability. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Definitely. I think Apple's kind of got a good usability. It's easy to pick it's up and use. It's still leading the way with yeah. usability, isn't it? I just find it difficult to break from, I think, once I've gotten into the mix of using an, an Apple phone, I find it really difficult but, to navigate something Yeah, else. but I, I think that if something is, is usable and something is intuitive, it shouldn't matter. Like, yeah, if I true. handed you a phone that, that is just really, really intuitive, like... The, there's some some flaws in Android I see they say you know incoming message content hidden just don't show the content instead of telling me content hidden mm-hmm. or they have multiple screens for you know empty screens on your on your home screens when you're looking through your apps so there's, there's a couple of flaws there but flaws in, in all of them but and then the Windows <laughs> phones are going to flaws why the tiles I don't, I don't get it all I know I mean a- Apple's got the flaws too with their iOS mm-hmm. not perfect no no course, no there's yeah. lots plenty of flaws yeah Apple's onboarding is atrocious yeah I've seen a few things I don't like about it as well thinking yeah. That shouldn't be. They shouldn't be there. But they're slowly getting catching up with Android in certain ways. Definitely, yeah. Okay, so other than that, now, girls, uh, that's the last week's news. Now, mm. just tell me briefly about basically what you what your company does. So our company is called Good as Gold, and um, we started out last September, and um, yeah, we've been we've been up the walls since, and we thought we were going to start 2016 on a quiet note, but it just didn't happen for us. Mm-hmm. But um, basically, we're the partnering of um, my side of things is digital strategy and digital marketing, and Danielle is um, digital design. So we saw a niche, I guess, for coupling the two, um, creating a partnership between thinking about a company's business further down the line from the very beginning from a branding uh, perspective uh, from product design perspective and, and having an all-encompassing kind of approach to um, to branding and to a company's design. Yeah, to a company's so for brand. example if somebody comes to um, a development house or a design agency the, the agency or the house will just Commit, commit to that service whereas we are more committed to a more holistic approach yeah. so we might start thinking about well if you're going to, if we're going to design a product for you how are you going to market that product how are you going to actually sell it so I can start implementing that at the design stages and the development process and work closely to the developers to say well look we're going to have to integrate advertising at some stage or we're starting to think about you know how, how are we going to onboard users and how are, we going to, how are you actually as a client going to make money from this so so for us it's, it's, it's about experiences I think that's mm-hmm. our that's our main thing so, so Danielle's background she's um she is a user experience specialist yeah. um, and we, we saw that it's it's about a brand experience as opposed to so so Danielle is looking at user experience in terms of product design in terms of um, branding from the very beginning and I like to bring that all the way straight through to a customer experience so I'm, I'm thinking about how how you how a customer is going to be engaging with the brand um, via social media whatever digital marketing mm. platforms you're using but how we tie the two together I guess and we're, we're thinking yeah. all the time of the bigger picture as I think it's, it's, it's really important that you're not looking at just the product or just the brand itself you're looking at everything around that because now there's so many different outlets for a brand to speak to its customers or clients yeah. and you, you need to be thinking about everything it's not just the product itself it's not it's, it's you know what updates are going to come down the line that are going to affect that who are your customers and what where are they you know maybe it might be relevant to to do call um point of sales advertising in a chemist yeah. as opposed to online maybe you don't need to have a Facebook page maybe you don't need to have Twitter you know or be tweeting all the time maybe it's not relevant so yeah so what 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 works best for your brand and, and how best to put your 
your your best foot forward, I guess, um, your public facing profile is about developing that into something that um, that is going to engage users and it's going to engage customers and create the best experience. Yeah. Um, so that is. In a nutshell. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. <laughs> That's the plan. That's broad. It's hard to it's hard to, to say in one sound. I know everyone says you should be able to give your give me your elevator pitch, but essentially what we do is we, we help people discover their digital brand. Yeah. That's we are a digital branding agency. Um I hate putting it into the just such simple terms because for us it's so More dynamic and depends on each client and what their needs might be. So Yeah, we, we tend to tailor we we've been learning all the time that there's and there's not a one size fits all no. response yeah. to, to customers, particularly when it comes to, to branding and, and to and developing it. So fluid and so transient and changing every single day. So So our approach often changes per client is it's a different approach for every every single person or every single business so um, that's kind of that's the that's the approach we like to take is to, to be adaptable and to um, give people different different experiences from us as well um, and I think as well is you know if, if we feel that a client isn't if we're not going to benefit a client by taking on their business I, I won't take it on even though I know that's very anti-business like of me to say but yeah. if I don't feel that I can help that client make money if our clients make money from a service we've com- committed to them they'll tend to come back to us and all of our clients have come back to yeah. us so for me that, that is a business model you know mm-hmm. but um, I know a lot of people will just probably say we'll just take, take, the, take the business but for me it's about being honest and transparent with your clients and, and providing a service that yeah, is going to actually help them you know? we've been building kind of a strong foundation of um, kind of good connections so, so if we can't do it we'll suggest somebody who mm-hmm. can um, you know it's more it's all encompassing what's going to work for them and I, I'll never give somebody something that I don't think is going to work and that I don't believe in so I would rather hand hand the business over to somebody who I think can can do that for them um, which as Danielle said is a strange approach but it's I guess it's about the correct the correct we'll, um, we'll, we'll see if it works we'll see yeah. which is about belief <laughs> the if you don't believe in the product you can't exactly. sell it yeah that's exactly it and if, if somebody there's often a way as well if somebody comes to you with an idea and you don't see the potential in the idea well what can we make work with this and yeah. explain to them look you can do this but no one will number one no one will pay for an app in the app store so I obviously I design a lot of apps I design a lot of websites and a lot of digital um, digital branding really is a lot of I do a lot of branding at the moment Um but also it's my job to, to tr- realise, say, a brand, for example. So if they want, I really want this colour and this shape, and I, it's my job to tell them, well, look, that's not legible. I'm when you could enter a mobile size or um, that looks exactly like it's this logo that's out there at the moment and, and gain their trust and understanding what their needs are. Yeah. One of our first purchases uh, for our new office um, back in September was an Anthony Burrell poster, which is uh, work hard and be nice to people. So that's, that's where we're, we're, we're basing things off that for now. And we're just going to see how that plans Which is, out. again, I know it's going to ruffle feathers of a lot of people in my industry in particular because there is a lot of... Well, we've, we've had so many stories from clients who come to us and say, I've spent thousands on this website and now it's broken or, you know, this, this app doesn't work on this platform and no one ever told me. So there's a lot of kind of smoke and mirrors um, going on in the in the tech industry and in other industries, but particularly in the tech industry because it's all moving fast and people aren't willing to take the time to educate their clients, you know. I think because neither somebody that could be a disruptor is going to come in and shake things up yeah. and say, this is how it's been done up to yeah. now. A bit like Ryanair came in and changed yeah. flight, or Richard Branson came in. When he, yeah. when he does, everything he does is is, is innovative. Yeah. yeah. He says, you've done it this way so far, but no, I'm going to change exactly. it. Exactly, yeah. And yeah, it's time, I think. I just, I, I don't think it's, 
brands can't be in the dark anymore about mm. this kind of thing. They need to be on the ball. They yeah. need to be uh, changing with the times. They need to be... They need um, to take ownership. If you take, yeah, actually, take for ownership. example, if you take Intercom, yeah. they've... They have been true to what they've wanted to do from the start, and it's 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 a such integrity in their brand and in, in their brand on their brand face. Yeah, everything they do is is honest and and how they they the strong belief in what they talk about. Um, and if you if you hand a client something that they can run away with and they can really take ownership over, that brand is going to get stronger and grow more, and they'll make more money, and then we'll get more money because they'll come back to us because we've given them the tools to, to do it themselves, as opposed to just saying, you know, here's a website that you can never update yourself or. You know, something that you don't understand how to use or operate. Yeah, and, and, and cover all the bases. It's not just here's your here's your logo brand package. It's let's let's roll this out onto social media. How's it gonna look? How should you verbalize what it is your business is about um, in the most kind of user friendly way? So thinking thinking outside the box and th- I'm looking at look at the clients. They're not dummies. They're they're there. You can treat them as if they're somebody. They're yeah. paying you money. And you treat them like a child. Some guys are mind backers. They don't know what they're doing, but. If a client wants to know if you can educate them, tell them. Definitely. And which takes more time and it's more of a headache on our part, but ultimately it's, you, you reap the benefits because you have a happy client. Yeah. Um, I saw a talk um, by Michael Beirut, he's a, he's a um, creative director at Pentagram, which is a very famous design agency in New York. Um, he spoke at Offset, Offset was actually on this weekend, but um, he spoke at Offset about three or four years ago. And he was talking about how the client is always right. Now a lot of designers would shy away from 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 that statement, but yeah. in a sense, it's it's really right now. It is your like I said, it's your responsibility as a designer to guide and and, and give your professional opinion. But if you really listen to the client and give them and say, well, I'm going to try again to get this right, they know their brand and they know their audience. Yeah. So if you can't listen to them and say, what do they really need? Or what, what is it that they're trying to explain to me? Instead of just going, look, I know it looks cool at the moment. I'm going to just do something really trendy. That's exactly like everything on Pinterest. You're failing as a designer and you're not going to create something unique because you're not listening to that unique client. You know but sometimes you get clients who don't want to know anything new. They're not going to change. This is true, but then again, it's your it is it's an uphill struggle, and you have to educate them. If you can say, if I if I can say to a client, that's not going to be legible. For example, you give them practical reasons as to why this color doesn't really work, or you know that color is gonna it's not going to stand the test of time. It's really trendy. Blue was trendy four years ago in tech. It's not it's not really current or whatever. Give them te- te- like physical reasons as to why there's always a middle ground as well though it, you know it might take a couple of times to get to that point where everybody's on the same page mm. but it's never as much of a, an uphill battle as you think it's going to be I think you mm. just you work with them and, and everybody comes to a solution yeah. that kind of benefits everybody um, with, without with, compromising with graphic design it's, it's difficult because people are exposed to so much design every day so everyone thinks they're a designer with user experience design people tend to take my opinion to, to a degree people say I want this here because I saw Twitter do it like this and I want this here so that it is a little bit harder um, with, with design I think to persuade people but use experience they tend to just because I can actually show them well this is two taps or you know this is easier to use so and what are the top tips you, you give people for user experience yeah and um, people don't like users don't like using <laughs> so I mean I think if you're a user experience designer or an aspiring user experience designer look at how you can harness data from your user outside of the app so what hardware is in the phone can you harness data outside of the app how can your user engage with the app when they're not in the app how can you get them in to use it onboarding is key and um, 
you know tell your user what what they're doing why they're doing it how they can get to other places in the app and then tell them again where they are the easier the better yeah. I always think, think of think of the stupidest person or the most te- un-tech savvy person you know and give the give them your prototype and see if they can if they can work around it then that's fine or give yeah. a child and if a child can, can use it probably most children these days will be better than a lot of adults that's so. true, <laughs> so yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> still um, in terms of in terms of a customer experience my top tips would be to harness the data that you have available to you and teach yourself how to use the tools like Google Analytics is very user friendly Um, yeah yeah it's very there's a lot of great tips about how to use it it's it's so simple if you are in there you can see who your audience are you can tell a lot about um, where they're from what they're interested in and you use those things to to improve your offering uh, to them so that you can have the best customer experience for for your brand and your company as possible so I think that's probably also about a brand how would you go about making sure your brand just is relevant Um, I think listening to your customers so again going back to Intercom I know keep harping out about them but they, they they listen to their customers and they see and like you said that you know they listen to their staff if there's a if there's a bug let's explore this why is there a bug why so it's it's constantly asking questions and constantly challenging yourself and your brand and how can we improve this and it's something that me and Lauren find we're changing month to month in terms of our offerings mm-hmm. we're not set in stone and I'm I shy away from setting ourselves in stone but it's listening to your clients and as a designer listen to your clients and for from Lauren's end of things for marketing and strategy listening to your clients being flexible and being open to change I think. Um, that's kind of what we would begin with uh, brand assets that that are changeable and that you can you know that that will carry you through that are gonna they're not gonna get up too old that's why Danielle would say don't don't do the current trends in terms of design she thinks of the right approach for that brand that's not going to age Um, keeping up to date on on, online on you know your site there's there's various different really decent blogs I get some really good um, sidebar is great designer news and hacker news are are good Um, intercom blog there's lots lots of blogs and um, newsletters that I would subscribe to as well I work I've worked on my own as a designer for quite a long time now so I find it really important to lean on the community that's out there Um, a lot more user experience designers now than there was a few years ago but um yeah, I think rely on the communities. For me, online. if you don't know what's going on in the rest of the world, you're oh, going to you're lose. dead. Absolutely, yeah. So it's keep your finger on the pulse. Like for me, I'm always looking at what's happening now or in the future, looking for a few trends. Mm-hmm. I follow a few yeah. email letters I get from blogs, and they mm-hmm. tell me what's going on daily. Yeah. what's happening. Yeah. The one I, I follow, uh, even the and, and, and you don't get um, you don't get don't get insular in, in how you you know the information that you keep up to date with. It's important to keep up to date with, mm-hmm. you know, multiple different newsletters. You know, if you're you're looking at um, not just tech stuff, you're looking at the bigger picture and things that are happening in the world, so that your brand adapts to to everything and not mm-hmm. just one specific thing. Well, so I'm always following different sites. I follow mm-hmm. some that basically email me with everyday tech news mm-hmm. I look at them and tell me what's going on and in the moment trends or someone's found a flaw or a bug in some software I look at that is that important story to write about yeah or is it one to watch because now when you get a, you see a story like the guys who were saying they hacked into iPhones but with the Cesarean fingerprint scanner it was all it was all set up because oh, right. you couldn't log in and the fingerprint scanner working yeah exactly and they were using the guy who we did in the video was using the, the same finger he used to lock on, on Macri so that was another story. I look yeah, at that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I wrote about it. I saying people have been worried over nothing. It's another story. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And you get other guys who are talking about something they've seen, but the problem is the thing they found. It's a flaw that's been used and basically one percent of the device in the world. I've got this flaw. 
Mm. So look at it. This is the one to explore in six months' time mm-hmm. when the user, users uh, grow. Mm-hmm. Once they grow, they'll come back to that story because at that point, 1% isn't enough. Yeah. And it's going to be no story because oh, I'm not using that product at the moment, no story. Mm. But as you get more users, they come back to it. I find, um, just speaking of, of people finding bugs and in products, that Apple, I read a really interesting um, essay called Critical Sharks a couple of years ago, and it was about how if anyone criticizes Apple, there seems to be a really lashback because of the, following. I don't know, the following is so, yeah. it's such a culture, it's such a cult, kind of yeah, cult following. Sheep. It is, I yeah. sheep, yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's an interesting read if you get a chance, Critical Sharks. Um, I've read it, it's good. Yeah, it's very good, but it's 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 funny, so developers find bugs and they're just like, are you sure you found a bug? You know, so well, the thing, thing, Apple, the thing with Apple is, if you find a bug within about two, three days, it's fixed. That's true, yeah. So, uh, in other really words, <laughs> whereas if you have a, if you have like a an Android device, yeah, you don't get you don't you don't uh, you, you flick, unless your your phone is basically uh, SIM free or Google Nexus. I know. It could be here or even then, but I can get the update. I know. And then if you look at there, something like a. It's fu- it's funny as well, like the when you think about the operating uh, the, the system updates. Yeah. And um, material, uh, lollipop. It took. I think 10% uh, updated in the first year yeah and with Apple when an update comes out I think 90% updated within the first week or something. that's because they're, they're all sim, sim free or they're, they're, the carrier doesn't decide exactly yeah and I found that with like same with Windows they up to two years ago Windows had a thing where every, every two years a month mm. they bought updates on their, on their Windows device uh, Windows laptops and, and desktops it was great and you, you, you know in advance we're going to do this mm-hmm the end of last year we're stopping this no one's going to know what we're getting because hackers can use this and because Windows is based every system in OS is based on build up mm. an older version they're afraid if you got Windows 7 Windows XP or Windows Vista or anything that's older you can re-engineer this hack to yeah. go through no problem it's no longer been supported so right now when you go to update a Windows device you don't know what you're getting yeah. and you're hoping that <laughs> it works and doesn't cause problems so you get guys in the company that were told, okay, roll, roll the test out on one, yeah. one test machine. If it works after that, it doesn't cause problems with the software, we then roll it out. Yeah. That's crazy. With Apple at the moment, when it comes to it, it tells you you've got an update on your, on your machine, we don't want to install it. Tell you what update is, mm-hmm. so you know what you're doing, and that's it. Good mm-hmm. to go. But why can't other guys do that? Yeah. Yeah. I just don't get, I just don't get with Microsoft. Well, they've got Monopoly at the moment, and they can more or less... It's yeah, it's funny when you see you know one company doing something so well, and it's okay to do it the same as then if, if it's working. You yeah. know, it, it, like if if a system works, use it. You know, people say to me, um, they try and reinvent the wheel. I always say when I'm developing or when I'm designing uh, native apps, I say you know use the native elements you can. So you use segmented controllers, use tabs, use yeah. t- toolbars, whatever, because. Well, number one, users know know those patterns, yeah. and it's really easy and uh, easy and user friendly. And um, but number two, Apple has spent millions and billions to try and streamline those. They've done all the testing, so don't reinvent the wheel, you know. And you no. know it's going to work perfectly on those systems. Well, they know so. everything they've developed over the past five six years. Yeah, has done elsewhere, but they've made it better. Exactly, mm-hmm. and that's, that's fine. Exactly. You know, yeah. it's, it's not about. I know. By the way, if you look at FaceTime. Everyone said, "Oh, that was for sort of the video call and a half." Yeah. But to do before Apple did it. It was a chore. Mm-hmm. They made it simple. Yeah. Other guys like Microsoft, their Cortana is a lot better than Siri. Yeah. I will ask you though, because you were saying yeah. you use Apple, right? What Apple applications do you use? GarageBand mainly, mm-hmm. and uh, 
not much more than I don't like. I know it's funny because I was looking at my phone and I have a folder with all the Apple apps in there, and nearly all of them I I use like I use Google Maps. I don't yeah. use Ma- iMaps, and I use I have various different apps for for all the different things. But it's funny when you actually I'm allergic. I'm allergic to Pages. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't use it at all. I use no, Office it's because funny. Pages. I have to use Office. Yeah. <laughs> It just makes no sense to me. I don't get it. Pay me. Apple are great at doing well, certain things. Such a good company. Yeah. Why can't they but five them? years ago, Apple were good at good at the software. Suddenly, yeah. that's all gone. I know. And the software that they isn't that great. Mm. I don't get it. The onboarding like, for uh, uh, Apple Music is a joke. Yeah, like like Final Cut Pro was a great product. Now the ver- conversion is lost what it had. Yeah. And uh, I look at a uh, iTunes used to be great. Nowadays, it's oh, it's a bit more. It's not what it used to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it's certainly the software has slipped, but yeah. But I mean, uh, and then look at, uh, at Microsoft. Cortana is a lot better than Siri. Mm-hmm. It's did, did a great job of that. But yes, yeah. how many of the three of us at this table still use <laughs> Apple phones? Yeah, <laughs> Mac oh, laptops. Mac, I think we use it because of the user experience is good. Yeah. I mean, fact is, not as good as it was. No, but the thing is, if you want to go, if you want to use an Apple device, fine. But you you can go and buy third-party software that can that can actually. Make it better. Yeah. That's it. I mean, if you were told basically, you only use Apple products, only only use their software, you'd be stuck. Yeah, you would if be. If you're stuck. told, it's pages, mm-hmm. nothing much else. But fact, mm-hmm. you can go and use Office or anything else. It's great. You've got it a is, yeah. choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas Microsoft have that, but at times it's clunky. Yeah. It's at times some software makes you forced to use what they have. I know. With yeah. Apple, the Apple mm-hmm. more than view is okay. You spent over a grand on or whatever on their hardware. We don't care what you do for now on. It's up to you. I know. Whereas Microsoft, their view is, you bought our, bought our hardware, no, buy our software. Else. Yeah. And if you want to go do like years ago with front page, which from design, mm-hmm. that couldn't use any other third-party plugins. Wow. So if you were doing stuff like a Flash or anything else, you can plug it in. You have to use basically what they gave you. Whereas Dreammover, like you plug in anything else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's so. Microsoft, in a way, are great, and then Apple, same mm-hmm. thing. Everyone's got the pros and cons. Yeah. So even though like Apple, I could always say things about Apple I don't like, and I'm not sure about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, they're new. They're Apple Watch. I say I that, get. and also one of, an app I, I designed um, a few months ago but it was featured as one of Apple's top picks on the App Store, and it was yeah. for five weeks, and it was probably one of the happiest days of my life. Yeah. So I can say I like about Apple, but at the same time, they are they are the the bastion of good UX and good design. Yeah. And the thing is, when it comes, things, comes to so. podcasting, first my view was I want to get. A, my this podcast on iTunes. Mm-hmm. How do we do that? Mm-hmm. So I got it on SoundCloud. Then, on, then last week it took about four days. I thought, but it took two days to get on iTunes. I didn't yeah. know. I checked. I guess two days. I was on iTunes. So happy. The moment is to try and build on that, make it bigger and better. But I found it easier. Most of what was on there, it was great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you've got the passion. You've you've done something. You've, you've passed something. the test. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. You've, yeah, the you've yeah. reached the mark. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. is. It's funny. It's it's, it's um, forever ingrained. <laughs> All right. Thanks very much, girls. That's Thank perfect. You. Today's podcast was recorded in Bank of Ireland's Grand Canal Square Branch, where you can also find the Startup Workbench.